0: Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with...
1: Prof. Toy D, M.D., Hackmaster, and...
0: Andy Brett Bernard. Alex is not here. Catherine's not here. Typical. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. Typical. Not fraternal
1: prodca- podcast. This is a fraternal podcast.
0: And this is a good Kristen's not yeah, going to be until on until the today. second hour. Yeah. Timmy Lammers will join us right after this with the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast. Michael Bryant, Brad
2: Sean. Bryant, what's the latest?
0: <laughs> this was written by tim lammers wasn't it yes that's what i heard anyway
3: what did i write now
0: this music that's playing in the background timmy lammers
3: oh that esoteric <laughs> yes
0: yeah, okay. it's quite esoteric <laughs> you're absolutely right very esoteric it's called nitro by golden jay Golden J, baby. What's going on, Timmy?
3: Well, I don't know if you covered this on the show yesterday or on the KQ Morning Show, but I am waiting with bated breath for the interview coming up. The big interview today, which is Alec Baldwin interviewing Woody Allen. Oh, that's what I heard.
0: And it's isn't it on some other weird-ass site, too?
3: I don't know. But you know what? I, honest to God. The first thing I thought of Tom when I heard about, or and I read about that, there there was a, a drop from KQ that popped into my mind right away, where Triumph the Insult Comic Dog says it's like poop telling vomit it stinks. Exactly, that's exact.
0: <laughs> it's like poop telling vomit it stinks.
3: Alec Baldwin interviewing Woody Allen, man. I, know, I what mean, a bunch of pigs. Well, it just the whole. I mean, I think Alec Baldwin is actually worse. I I don't think Woody Allen ever enjoyed doing publicity for any of his films. In fact, um, my late mentor, Bill Carlson, uh, when he would interview Woody Allen, he would have to sign a disclosure or like an NDA. What what is it? He he would have to agree not to ask about certain things. Because I would imagine at that time... I mean, how long has the Sun Yi thing been going on? That's been a long, long time—twenty so years pres- at least. You know? Yeah, yeah, and and we lost Bill in two thousand eight. But you know, I mean, Woody—he, you know, he's a weird guy. Let's just face it. And and so you know, they had to sign some sort of agreement, not to ask about certain things. And so he doesn't like publicity. It's the guy that it, the guy that can't get out of his own way in this instance. I think is Alec Baldwin. And the reason Woody Allen probably agreed was, it's like, you know what? Misery loves company, man. You know? Yeah, true. It's it's like both these guys are so much in the doghouse.
0: Whose spy site is that on, Andy? Would you look and see? On what? Whose site is it where Alec Baldwin's interviewing Woody Allen? Because there's some other creep that's involved in it, too. (laughs) Oh.
3: Oh, really? What, Uh... Weinstein? Is Weinstein producing it? Yeah, I wouldn't
0: doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't doubt that at all. Producing
3: from the jailhouse. It's on
0: Instagram Live. But there's somebody else that's hosting it, or something, or or is it attached to it, or some? I I don't know. Somebody. By the way, before you continue, Bill Carlson, uh, he was a very reserved guy. You know, he didn't have much to say. I know that once in a while, but as a joke on the show, I made a (laughs) comment, and he would never talk to me again.
3: What was that?
0: He had he had like an eye lift done later on in life.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And then it was they reported it in the newspaper or somebody reported it anyway. And as a joke, I said, God, it looks worse. And he oh. thought I was serious and never talked to me again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: God. I you know what? I wish I would have known about that because I would have assured him, Tom, that uh, y- you know you were joking. Yeah he, I, I do recall, I mean, we, your name had come up in conversation between me and him, and he was telling me how much he loved your voice. Really? Yeah, well, oh, I, yeah. Wish I,
0: had, I wish I'd. wish i have talked to him more because I, I, just you know I heard he was all pissed off at me, so I just never talked to him again, which is unfortunate.
3: Yeah, you know, no, Bill was such of a great guy, and uh, you know a lot of things that people don't know about Bill. I mean, first of all, you know, he really was a huge supporter of of the veterans in the military. Yep. He was actually yep. in the army. Um, big, um, you know, him and his wife Nancy, his uh, lovely wife, who is still with us. Thankfully, and a, a very good friend of ours, um, you know, big into animal, animal advocacy and animal rights. So, yeah, such a great guy. And the other thing, this dude could swear like a drunken sailor off the Ooh, air. Who, Bill? And I was, yeah. And Phenomenal. I, and, and funny. Oh, my God. One of the funniest guys you ever would have known. So, yeah, I, I miss him daily. Uh, he really, I, I mean, I watched in amazement uh, at the guy uh watching him interview people and really that's kind of where i picked up my interviewing skill i mean i really owe so much my career to the guy really i do so that's yeah it's unfortunate that uh that joke was misinterpreted (laughs) well Uh, but uh yeah
0: Yeah. there are so many people that well matter of fact when they were going to get married nancy was talking about using the name on nancy nelson carlson and I said, "Why don't you just go the whole route, the whole Scandinavian route? Be Nancy, Nelson, Carlson, Sven, Skarnas, I mean, <laughs> be a little more, be a little more Scandinavian, why don't you?" Yeah, yeah. No, true. really nice people. I, I, I hadn't seen him in years. I haven't seen him. You know, obviously, I cannot believe the bill has been dead for fourteen years.
3: Yeah, I Jesus, know. too young, man. He was uh, seventy-three. Oh, God. Uh, he had uh, prostate cancer. Oh, God. And uh, it just got the worst of him eventually. But, you know, 73, man, that's, that's young. I'm still that young. Is man. Very, very young. I mean, when you consider that guys like McCartney are still 80. jamming on stage at oh, yeah. age 80. Well, enough of this when I'm 64 crap. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, you know, Diana Ross, 78. And, you know, Mike Evans said just change the subject just a little bit mike evans said something really interesting on the kq morning show yesterday just pointing out people like mccartney and and diana ross and the stones and all mm-hmm. these people that the quote-unquote because people like to make fun of us boomers like oh, i tell you what man the, the boomers are the ones delivering the entertainment right yep. now
0: yeah you're right you got
3: you got the uh, top gun maverick deal uh elvis i mean yeah it's stars a young fella but it's about a boomer icon um i just screened minions the rise of grew last oh, night. oh
0: god that ought to be something
3: you got to take your grandkids to it tom oh they you love it gotta, they love gotta go this weekend it, patty and i saw it spectacular but the, the interesting thing i thought of during the, the during the film was that all of the roles Uh, were voiced by people 50, 60, 70, possibly 80. I don't know how old Alan Arkin is, but you had Julie Andrews voicing a role, Alan Arkin, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Lucy Lawless, Dolph Lundgren, Danny Trejo, uh, Michelle Yeoh, and and of course Steve Carell. Uh, I don't know how old Taraji P. Henson is. So maybe we got a younger person there, and yeah, Russell maybe. Brand. Russell Brand is probably in his forties, but still, think about that. It's yep. all these great yep. actors that have been around for a long, long time getting the work, and you know, and it's it's funny because these movies are supposed to draw in the younger crowds, right? Yeah. Well, it's it's the old folks that are delivering it to them. And I'm among them old folks. I'm not making fun of them. No, no, no. I'm I, just understand. Saying, I understand. I'm just saying, you know, don't don't be discounting <clears throat> no quote-unquote boomers and making fun of us. Because you know what? They're still kicking ass.
4: Well, Alan Arkin isn't even a boomer. He's greatest generation. He's 88.
3: Is he really? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. yeah makes Have sense. you ever talked to Alan Arkin?
0: Yeah, a long, long time ago.
3: Great guy. Yeah, oh, he's, he's a great such guy. such a great guy. Yep. There, there was a um, – I talked to him the first time. Oh, my God. It was in the 90s. And then just a couple of years ago, he did uh, a movie with um, Morgan Freeman and Michael Caine called Going in Style. It was Oh, movie. yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, yeah, a good yeah. Movie. And I actually talked with him and, and Margaret. And just the funniest guy in the world, man. <laughs> he just, oh, he's very funny. You know, so sharp and so talented. And he was terrific in this voice. You know, it wasn't just a throwaway voice role. He was a main character. And it's just like, you know, it just goes to show you a great actor, whether he's voicing a role or he's appearing on screen. But my God, Andy, I didn't know he was 88. Yeah. Wow, he's actually a silent
4: generation. The, silent? The giant generation everyone always forgets exists.
1: Yeah, the, and, really? Uh, going back to Woody Allen, he's 86. So, what's the point of that interview?
3: Uh, You know what? It's it's like a Johnny Depp sort of thing, Ralph. I think it's one of these things where they are so desperate to clear their name. Absolutely. That they're going to slog through a swamp and a sewer of a six-week trial, have all the most awful things said about them in the hopes that the jury will say, well, we don't think you did it. So he wants to clear his name. So it's like Woody Allen... It, that, to me, that's what this says. He wants to clear his name. And again, it's really a great opportunity to do that because Alec Baldwin is in deeper crap than he is, you know? I mean, he's he's still, oh, yeah. to me, got a murder charge hanging, whether it be, uh, obviously, a mur- maybe a manslaughter charge, you know, possibly hanging over his head involuntary. So, you know, he's in a pretty good position you know, Alec Baldwin isn't going to do anything controversial, obviously. Well, you know, it's an industry person in interviewing an industry person. Yeah, yep. One of the things I really hate now that the uh, uh, the Hollywood trades are doing, uh, I think it's variety. They have a series around award season where it's actors on actors. So you have two actors, you know, basically fawning over each other. Yeah, yep. Because, you know, even if you know very few of them exist there's not going to be any they're not going to allow some hard hitting you know reporter ask some serious questions they're going to have this crap and pass it off as news so yeah that's that's basically the situation there a very long answer ralph but you know i think it's just it's an opportunity for him to come off looking good because i'm sure alec baldwin's not going to hold his feet to the fire
1: so it's a bit like uh, poop trying to convince the world oh. that vomit doesn't smell.
0: <laughs> well, there you
3: go. <laughs> it's like poop telling vomit it stinks.
0: <laughs> the greatest.
3: Mm-hmm. It
0: is magnificent. I tell you what though you just popped it in my head and I'm not gonna get out. I'm gonna have to watch it one of these days now because you mentioned uh, Alan Arkin. I got to watch the in-laws again. I haven't seen it in years. Oh, one of the greatest my God. movies ever made.
3: Now, I'm getting, was it Peter Falk and Alan? Peter
0: Falk. Oh, God, is he good in that movie.
3: You know, I, I, I almost got it mixed up because Michael Douglas, and it was a good remake. Uh, Michael Douglas and Albert Brooks remade the film. And, uh, you know, it obviously he doesn't compare to the original. But the funny story with that one was um, I couldn't get Brooks or uh, Douglas. So they offered me this relatively unknown actor named Ryan Reynolds Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> stiff, total stiff. Which is, you know, I would love to find because that one's on that one's on cassette tape somewhere, man. Yeah. That's how old that one is. I'd love to find that because, boy, Ryan Reynolds stars through That's the roof it. and through oh, the God, heavens. Yeah. I mean, my God, yeah. But uh, God, I'm trying to remember the last time if I've ever seen that original.
0: Oh my! Have you Oz. have you seen it, Ralph?
1: A, a, a long time, of course, a long time ago. Andy, have
0: you ever seen the inlaws? Yeah. Uh, I believe
4: so. I think so. Yeah. Is that the serpentine one? Serpentine uh, shell. That's it. Oh well, then yes. Long again, a long time. That's at least like, twenty
0: oh, years. God is a great movie. But it's one so more thing, funny. I want to
3: tell you about um, Minions, Tom, mm-hmm. and 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 I'll, I'll be reviewing it, of course, on KQ on Thursday. I heard you yesterday talking about the box office and how you really just don't like movies now. Yeah, I don't. Because there's don't some like sort the of message in every single this one is of them. Somebody's got to sneak something in. Yep. Minions is 100% agenda and message free. Thank God. That's I nice. can't wait to see it. Well, Maverick was
4: too, and that's why everyone loved it, right? Probably.
3: Absolutely. I mean,
4: aside from, you know, Go America, but that's but pretty... That's fine. I don't well, like. Go that's America. pretty... Uh, inoffensive to most people i would say
3: well and just like the headline that i gave you a couple weeks ago chinese uh doesn't want to show the film because it's it is too (laughs) (laughs) pro-american
0: that's hilarious
3: (laughs) i mean how how insane is that how insane is that yeah so if they would have kowtowed which there was no freaking way tom cruise was going to do that um you know, yeah, then I then I could see there would be room for criticism because that sort of thing is so obvious now. You know? When when when, when we are kissing ass, it's so obvious to moviegoers. Yeah. They would have ripped it. And but it wasn't. It was overwhelmingly positive, you know, pride in our country. What the hell is wrong with that? And I'm glad somebody like you know, obviously Tom Cruise has the clout to get that done. Very few guys do now though. Mm, Very this few. Is true.
0: God, you just reminded me of one of my favorite things in life. I had an old friend many, many years ago. I, was, I literally was, I think, 18, maybe 17, 18 years old, something like that. Ah, a little older than that, probably, 18, 19. And this friend of mine got a new car, so he wanted to take me for a drive. He going to go down downtown and drive it around downtown. And he's he's a black man in America today, very handsome young guy, right? And we're sitting at a light... And he had this attitude about him, which I just loved. He had this kind of like I'm a cool breeze kind of attitude, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We're sitting at the light, and there's an Asian woman that's looking at him. Because like I say, he's a very handsome guy, right? And she's kind of looking at him from the corner. And he, he looks out the window, he looks at her, and he goes, what you looking at, Chinese woman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we know that she's Chinese, do we? Okay, <laughs> whatever you say. Oh God! It was it was just wonderful, but you know, just one of those situations. Where he was just a very handsome guy, so a lot of women stared at him. You know?
3: Yeah, no kidding.
0: I think that's so. Phenomenal. You
3: didn't see you didn't see Elvis then yet.
0: I am I held off because it just reminded me too much for the first week. Of I was sitting with my mother when when it was announced uh. that Elvis died. And she started weeping like, you know, a little girl. She bawled her eyes out, and that, that bothered me quite a bit, that she loved Elvis. That Well, he was a poor kid, made good, and she loved that story.
3: She well, loved you know, the Elvis story. And you know, it's interesting, Tom. When, last week, uh, when you were having some technical issues, before you got on the air, uh, when I was reviewing Elvis, Brian Zepp said that his father, Fa- a father took his mother to Vegas mm-hmm. to see Elvis mm-hmm. at the casino there, and she, he got so close that she got to touch his scarf, and oh. just, it was in heaven. And I thought, God, that's cool. Both you and 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 Zep's yep. um, mom, you know, having the affinity. I think. All of our moms probably did. Oh yeah, I'm you sure know, that's he was, true. He was he was such of an extraordinary performer. I, I think what I really love about the film was just the way Baz Luhrmann is such of an inventive director. Um, the way he tells the story, it's far from your standard biopic. It's such of a visual spectacle, and it all makes sense. You know, it's not just this crazy crap that he's you know trying too hard to be creative. He's just finding a very inno- innovative way of packing. A lot of information on the screen, because yeah, yep. this is a two hour and 39 minute movie. And I told you last week, that's not enough time. I wish there was more time. Really? To Oh, God, yeah. And, and, and Baz says he has a four hour version. You know, look, if you're not going to put that out, at least put out the scene where Elvis meet, met Nixon at the White House. Oh, God, yes.
0: That. Oh, God, yes. That was. He, cut that he had one. a gun that on him at sure. the White House. He was wearing a gun. I don't know how the hell he ever got away with that. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Oh uh, no. I'm sure back then it was easier. Especially if you're plus, all
3: this. Plus, you know what he wanted and what and I because I read up on this stuff after. What he wanted and what Nixon gave him was uh it it isn't it wasn't the DEA then, but he wanted a badge for the people that were busting people for, for drugs. drugs. For drugs, yeah. Yeah, That's exactly he, right because huh. he collected he collected badges. And the other weird thing the king wrote him a six-page letter. I don't know. He must have been on a plane or something. Yeah, it was because it was like American Airlines stationery. Oh, okay. He wrote a handwritten six-page letter to to um, Nixon. You know, I don't know if that was like you in, saying invite me to the White House or whatever. Come but on, apparently man. Apparently, it's part of the, the the National Archives. Really? This letter, as is a letter that Nixon sent to Elvis after his visit. So there's a lot of interesting things about that visit. And in fact, there is a movie made starring Michael Shannon as Elvis called Elvis and Nixon or Elvis. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I never saw it, but
0: I remember that movie.
3: And I think John Lastman told me this. Uh, Lastman. Lastman, because he saw saw it last week and he loved it. Um, I think that Kevin Spacey played Nixon.
0: I think you're right. I think you're right okay. about that.
3: Would you watch him again? Yeah, it was. Would you watch him again if he came back?
0: Probably not. What a creep. Well, didn't he just do uh, something else?
4: Yeah, he like did. Again? I think so, yeah. Basically the same thing, as far as I'm aware? Uh, because he yes. got in trouble like four, four five years ago
3: for yes.
4: uh, going after an underage boy. and A yeah, 16-year-old, I think. Now <laughs> he's being t- uh, accused of... Sexual harassment by a bunch of other guys now. Yep.
1: So yes, they cast him for this movie.
4: Well, Elvis and no, 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 Nixon no, 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 was no, no, a while no. ago. Elvis and Nixon ago. was in two thousand.
1: Okay. okay, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. I thought it was but this I'm movie you're saying,
3: speaking of. Yeah, if 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 he were to come back, I, oh, this is interesting. The trailer's rolling on Elvis and Nixon. It's got a lot of great people in it. Um, what's his name? Who uh, was just in The Offer? Colin Hanks is in it. Oh, Colin Hanks didn't wow. it really? Yeah, Kevin Spacey is Nixon. Michael Shannon, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Interesting cast. Johnny wow.
1: Knoxville.
4: That's interesting. Yeah, oh, yeah, that weird. is a
3: weird. That's a weird deal. Uh, you know, he could have been one of Elvis's, uh, one of the Memphis, Memphis Mafia. That's,
4: well, that's what
3: true. His name is Sonny.
4: Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it was a yeah, yeah. Uh, narc badge, by the way. Bureau okay. Bureau of Narcotics. The narc badge.
2: Yep. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, yeah, the, the person that plays uh, Austin Butler, who plays Elvis in the movie, was just cast as Fade in the second uh, Dune movie. Oh, oh, okay. oh, Are yeah. you going to see it? <clears throat> uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, the first I know one, I'm really not do a big fan you. of the first one. Uh, it, just, it just seemed to. Uh, the music didn't. Did, it, I, I don't want to get into it, but the music didn't do much for me. It was just sort of like droned on and on and on. Worse than The Ring for, by Wagner the uh <laughs> all
2: right, the yeah. Yeah, the yeah, I guess Logan. I could go see it
1: but it's interesting that they cast him him coming off this entertainment kind of a character sort of like casting sting in the original movie as fade so it'll be and he's got a good look for it uh, yeah it'll be it'll be a good thing Well, a good guy, casting
3: I'm telling you he is an Elvis clone he he actually looks like him oh he does like him the voice is just like Elvis's the singing voice. He does now. They don't delineate okay which Elvis songs he did or didn't sing, um, but there is raw footage of him performing one of Elvis's early hits, and it's it's Elvis. He sounds like Elvis. So he did actually perform some of the music. He didn't perform all of it, but I mean this guy, you know he knows piano. He plays guitar. I mean you got to You really need to know all these sorts of things now if you're going to be playing. Any sort of famous person in a biopic mm-hmm. because people are going to be, you know, how fanboys they freak out over details in superhero movies. And mm-hmm. I'm a fanboy <laughs> to an extent, not to that extent, but I, I, I love superhero stuff. But you know, that's, that's what the internet does. You know, it's a feeding frenzy if somebody didn't do something exactly right. So they got to cast people who are exactly right. And uh, on the flip side, if he would have screwed up, they would have eaten him alive. So Baz Luhrmann knew what he was doing. He knew that this guy that he cast had to get it right, and boy, does he get it right. He He's going down the same path as uh, Rami Malik. I think he's going to be at least nominated oh, for, yeah. for this. <laughs> yeah, Yeah,
0: probably true. No, I have to ask a question because Ralph is here. Dr. Basham yes. is here, and Andy's here. Tim, you're here. There's oh. been a lot of talk lately, I'm not really all over television or anything like that, that Elvis talked to Jesse Guerin all the time. That's the twin brother of his that died in the womb. And apparently it's quite common for single twins, you know, twins born and one died. I guess it's very common for the twin to talk to their other twin all the time. I didn't. Did you know that?
1: No.
3: no not really. I mean, it makes, makes complete sense. I mean, I know I've heard of things, and you know who might have a better handle on this stuff is Dave Schrader.
2: Yeah, you know, that's true. Especially when, when we're
3: talking about um, people who have passed on. But, you know, certainly you've read over the years, I'm sure, of twins having this sort of connection. Right. Where, yeah. where, right, where if something terrible happens to another one, even though they could be states away, they can. there's some sort of sense that they have. They can feel it.
0: Yep. There is a picture uh, of Elvis... Kissing Jesse Guerin on the cheek in the womb. There's an actual picture of it. There's a, there's a what is that, what Would that be an X-ray? Oh,
1: an X must have been an X-ray because ultrasound I don't think it was around. I don't it. think yeah.
0: it was. Must have been an X-ray. Wow.
3: Huh. Well, huh. you know, there was an interesting film, and I don't know if you ever saw it, Tom. I remember reviewing it. And I'm looking it up because Ray Liotta. Oh, I love Ray Produced Liotta. it and starred in it, but it was a what if sort of thing. If Elvis's twin would have lived.
0: Right. That's what this was all about. Yeah, that's what this show was all about. And what if all these other twins had lived? Because a lot of them, almost all of them claim that they can talk to their their dead twin. It's
3: interesting. Oh, wow. It's, it was called the... i got to find it. It was a very interesting movie. A very interesting what-if tale. But, you know, no, I, I I don't doubt it. I mean, you know, there's, there is... I think it's pretty much, pretty well proven that there is sort of some sort of connections that yeah, it's unexplainable between twins that they can feel one another's feelings or something <laughs> weird. And a lot of times, too, there'll be a lot of coincidences where one gets pregnant and the other one's pregnant, too. <laughs> you know, yeah. that sort of thing, you know.
4: So maternal twins share the same amniotic sac, right?
1: Uh, identical twins, yeah. Identical yeah. twins, yeah.
4: Yeah, um, yeah I wonder... It's interesting. I wonder if there's, like, some sort of chimerism thing going on there. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's almost like DID, but, you know, because you got the other twins' brain cells in your brain or something like that. Yeah,
1: Yeah. we have the – whatever. The genetic code is identical, but, yeah. There's something that – there's some connection (laughs) when you're in the womb together. There is some connection, fraternal or maternal, twins. That's that's a real thing. uh, People talk about that all the time. Twins are connected so – uh, so intimately, um, mm-hmm. you know, after they're born.
3: Here's the movie. It's from 2014. So, Tommy, that's eight years ago that I reviewed it on the show. Yeah, that kind of shows I've been around almost ten years, Tom. Well, oh, for
0: Christ's <laughs> sake, let's wrap it up.
3: Uh, it's called The Identical. Yeah, 2014. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, the 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 one liner is. Twin brothers are unknowingly separated of birth. One becomes an iconic rock and roll star while the other struggles to balance his love for music and pleasing his father. And, and and it's obviously Elvis. I mean, it is it, it, yeah. not Elvis Drexel, in the movie. so it's, you know.
4: Elvis, Drexel, Drexel Hemsley, yeah.
0: It's, yeah it so is it. not Drexel Hemsley. <laughs> yeah. Elvis Presley, Drexel Hemsley. Yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. Exactly. All right. I get but, it.
3: Uh, yeah, you know, obviously they allude to. to, to um, is it Jesse? Is that his twin? His yeah. twin? What, yeah, Jesse yeah.
0: Guerin, yep.
3: Yeah, yeah, that they uh, Aaron in, and Jesse in the Guerin. film. Yeah, I mean, and that's the sort of thing. I mean, look how interesting just that fact alone is of yeah. his life. Yep. And then you have this extraordinary life and career that he had, and you're trying to cover as much of it as you can. That's, again, why, you know, both my wife and I are sitting at the end thinking, my God, where did that time go? Yep. A two hour and 40 minute runtime. So, again, at the very least, Tom, you know, hopefully it'll be on mm-hmm. video probably about six weeks. But I tell you what, seeing this in the theater and having that theater sound with his music. Oh, I mean, that's true. That, yep. yeah, that, that was really, really cool. So, it's just a matter of really finding the time now to get back to see it because I'm sure there's just much more. Uh, that i missed that you know i'll catch Mm -hmm. the second time around Mm -hmm. but one one other thing and they're not just saying it to say it but all of elvis's uh living relatives i mean his daughter you know lisa marie the granddaughter priscilla they're all just coming out and saying this is this is absolutely the way it the way it was did she take over the
0: marriage title now for the world I don't know. Because Lisa oh, Marie's oh, been married oh, like 45 <laughs> times. <and> so, <laughs> I, yeah. I
3: thought you were talking about Priscilla. No,
0: Lisa. Yeah. Lisa Marie, she's been married about 55 times, man. She's been she married to everybody. She's been
4: married one, two, three, four times. That's all?
0: I thought it was about eight.
4: Yeah, no. She's been married four times. She was married to Michael Jackson. Yeah. It's kind of like a Doug Sprinthall of women. And <laughs> Nicolas that's, Cage. Yeah? And Nicholas, Nicholas Cage, that's right. Well, she was married to the latest guy for 15 years. So really? I guess Ooh. that one, uh, Michael Lockwood. He's Divorce. a guitarist and producer. they they divorced now. They divorced last year, so <laughs> she can't stay with somebody. Get ready man. for number
3: five. Keo is the guy that uh, uh, Riley Keough is right. an up and coming actor. I think she was actually in Mad Max Fury Road. Oh yeah, I think she was in that. But she's she's kind of been like the face of the third generation, right? Lisa Marie is the second, and. Right. She, so, right. so it's mo- mainly the people that are talking most about it that that are getting the headlines are Priscilla, Lisa, and Riley. Uh, but, you know, there are younger granddaughters still. You know, the, the Presley lineage is going on. But again, Lisa Marie found out, man, she actually tried singing at one point, and that didn't go too well. No, she was it. not a
0: singer. That is true.
3: So, you know, it was kind of a lightning in a bottle situation. And, um,. Uh, yeah, what a tough act to follow, man, especially since we lost him so young. I mean, 42, my God.
0: You know that I still have listeners come up to me and go, why the hell did you ever play that Elvis bit? Because every time I hear his name now, I think of that him singing, peanut butter and a nana sandwich going to get me through the night. <laughs>
3: well, that's one thing that that's one road that Baz did not go down. He didn't have the deep-fried peanut butter, pickle, jelly, whatever Good. sandwich. Good, glad to a little bit of man. that. Um, but this is—I don't know, man. I'm, I almost feel like I'm telling you too much, but it is so. There are times when the real Elvis is on camera, and the and Butler, and I couldn't tell if it really? was real or not. Yeah, man. at the at, at the end, there's a scene, and I I thought after the picture, I said to my wife, "Was that?" Elvis, or was that Butler? And she said, Well, it was Elvis because it's of a famous clip. Um, and, and then I verified that clip online on YouTube. It was indeed, he does use his famous performance of a song mm-hmm. in the film. Um, so, yeah, that's how real and convincing because it's like, Well, that could be him heavily made up, you know, of uh, Elvis in his later years.
0: We have Tire Carver on the phone. Do uh, you wanna... you're a Carver. Tyre Carver. Right. We should probably take a break and come back with Tyre Carver and Tim uh, Lammers. Do we have you have time, Tyre? Sure. Okay. okay. We'll take a couple minute break. We'll be right back with Tyre Carver and Tim Lammers. And a peanut butter in an a Dan Chesky's here from Dan Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan?
2: My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dance Outside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped.
0: What about financing options?
2: Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit.
0: at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to say happy birthday to Charlie in Albuquerque. It's his birthday today. So, Charlie, happy birthday, Pally. Great listener to the KQ Morning Show for a long, long time and listen to this podcast every day, from what I understand. So, we appreciate it. Charlie, happy birthday, pal. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Elvis Presley of the Tire Carver World. Tire Carver with Timmy Lammers. <laughs> yeah, there's an intro. It? Hey, man, how's everything going in the Tire Carving World? In any case, Timmy Lammers with Tire Carver. So, Tire, what's up?
1: Uh, Tim, have you seen all of the boys yet, or are you still getting it one week at a time, or one episode per week?
3: Um, oh, yeah, I have. I have, and it is... What? Incredibly insane series. Tom, we actually talked about this a couple weeks ago on the KQ Morning Show, Brian and I. Brian Zepp is a big fan. Um, and I all take the it boys. Yeah, you is. are, yep. too. Um, it is... It's, more of a super villain series than it is a superhero series. The, it, the whole series is about this group of corporate uh, invented superheroes, because they give them this, this special super serum. Um, and the public face is that they're good guys, but they're really bad guys. And there's a group called the boys, who are trying to expose all their dirty deeds. Um, and I have to say this season is easily tire easily the wildest yet.
2: I agree
4: you- uh, i'm up
0: I'm up to date on it, and it's like, boy, the next three ought to be real interesting with uh, <laughs> how the last couple have gone. So what's it all about?
3: Well, this season there there's a uh, They're trying to bring back uh, a superhero from, or super, yeah, again, perceived superhero back um, from, I don't know, 30 years ago or so. He's presumed dead. Uh, Spoiler: He's not. Anybody who knows the series aren't going to be upset by that revelation, right? um, Because there is one uh, supervillain, superhero, supervillain, and there's my new puppy. New puppy, (laughs) puppy. I hear the puppy. Uh, and um, and and he's out of control and he has the power to destroy everybody and everything. So, you're talking have about to the hero or the puppy to take him down, yeah? yeah. <laughs> the hero or
0: the puppy? What are you talking about?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. The puppy's got the he can bring down a podcast just with one bark, <laughs> <so> <laughs> one be bark, baby. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 just one of those shows that it's so unique. So, I, I don't know what you want to say. It's it, one thing okay. I mentioned on the KQ Morning show, I, I can't believe that it even has a rating. I can't, as explicit as they are with the blood, guts, and gore and sex, drugs, and rock and roll I mean, everything I can't believe if there were a rating system, this would be rated X. I mean, you couldn't believe how explicit this show is. Really? I know, it's crazy. I watched oh, a yeah. uh,
4: scene from uh, the original Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde movie back when it was called Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. It's mm. pre code. And they had to cut these scenes out of the movie because they were so, you know, like scandalous and stuff. And So people who don't know what pre-code means is basically there was a time, I think before like 1940 or something like that, when there was no rating system for movies. You could put out whatever you wanted. Um, Eventually people got tired of that and they made the code, which said, you know, basically no porn and violence in movies. But this movie was pre-code and the scandalous scene was a woman removing her stockings. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, the, the Hayes Code, right? Is yeah, that what exactly, it was? exactly,
4: the Hayes Code. Yeah, this was a <laughs> <Yeah>. Hayes Code <laughs> violation that they had to cut out of the movie, literally and, just taking off her stockings. That's uh, literally do it. all it is.
3: And people are wondering why you see old shows like the Dick Van Dyke show, where uh, Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke mm-hmm. are sleeping in separate beds. Yeah, so, yeah. twin beds, you know, yeah. I don't true. know. Yeah.
4: What we've got now on TV's way worse than any pre-code movie.
3: Well, the interesting thing is, is that I found that even your basic cable, when basic cable was actually a thing, um, even though they were cable channels, they were still maybe self-censoring themselves. It just seems now with streaming, all bets are off. Well,
4: cable had the FCC regulations where you couldn't show certain things before a certain time.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the FCC. See, I said didn't think that the FCC governed them. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, yeah because no, they, uh, they yeah, had all those rules. Well, now the FCC clearly has nothing on on streaming. Well, because streaming yes. has everything.
1: Well, YouTube has has pretty strict rules as well. In fact, they they strict, they, they yeah. take down they take down videos of women shaving their armpits.
0: Why? <laughs> Did you guys hear you that? Want to see
4: that anyway? Well, there's
1: there, well apparently this this is a an interest. Of a certain, of certain groups uh, in the Middle East, where where there's, it's a bizarre kind of mm. thing. But that is a, that's a very sensual or very uh, uh, evocative kind of thing to watch for them. And it's and it's uh, odd. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't make any sense. The censorship doesn't make any sense. Never has. Never will. Yeah. You know, well, why don't they this,
3: just do the China thing and just well block it all together?
1: Well, it's interesting. Yeah. There, there's there's other YouTube channels. Where women uh, are essentially nude by they were there modeling certain clothes that are mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, just see through or just very sheer, and they walk around just so, but they're modeling clothes. Yet those things get through, but if you shave your armpits, it doesn't. It's a bizarre. Know, it what a bizarre, no
3: weird deal.
0: It's true. Did you guys hear about that police report this morning that we played? No. Holy Hannah. I can't remember where it was, but it was audio. And this guy is talking to the press about the fact that somebody broke into his house while his wife was in the kitchen. And he heard the guy breaking in. And he says in the report, and I'm not kidding, this is on television, he says, Yeah, so in any case, you know, uh, I heard my wife was out in the kitchen making something. And all of a sudden, I heard this guy talking. And I figured... You know, she didn't sound like she was too happy about it, so I figured the guy broke in, and I was whacking my meat.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He said that on television. Mm. I'm like, holy Christ, really? (laughs) <laughs> and there, there's the the audiences for TV right now is so non-existent that they probably let it. Buy. They probably didn't care. They probably
0: they, didn't because nobody ratings. wants it anymore. We
3: could get ratings by having this on.
0: Andy, would you see if you could find that whacking my meat? I don't really want to Google Apparently that. Barely shot the guy. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and Google it, Andy. Let's go.
4: Yeah. Uh, In like on your home computer. <laughs> hey, something more to go.
1: I on. don't mess with your YouTube uh, algorithm.
0: Oh god, it's only it's about
4: Yeah, we'll be drawing that computer away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you not want to
0: put it on there? I mean, I can try. Well, I don't want you to get uh, <laughs> in deep trouble on an FBI list. Yeah, FBI list of pornographers. And yeah, no, I can't find anything. Okay, I don't know where it was from, but I'll,
3: yeah, yeah, sure. You just didn't want yeah, to. Yeah, you didn't want to do it. Whacking my meat.
0: I was whacking meat. and then he says, "When you got and I get in the kitchen, and I'm still rock hard. I'm like, like, <laughs> what, what are you talking about?'" And hmm. what a nutcase that guy was.
1: Just want to revisit the Catherine uh, father daughter on the computer? Oh yeah.
0: yes, remember that guy? was that 1992, Andy? <laughs> no,
4: 92. We didn't have. I don't think we had. Internet until like 90,
0: probably 96, yeah. So it was 96, so Alex would have been seven, seven or eight. Oh, so it's probably eight. not like 98, then 98, 99, because I think she was 10.
4: Well, we didn't have an internet capable home computer until probably, well, it was Windows Me, so it would have been, yeah, probably 98, 99. 98, 99. Mm-hmm. Well, the, so, Tyre, maybe did, you hear, did you ever
0: hear this one, Tyre?
3: Which one is that? Well, he's uh, the
0: one who brought it up. So With,
3: with Catherine? I would yeah, assume. Oh, that's right. You're the one before. who just brought it up. I forgot about that. Yeah,
0: there. for people that don't know, uh, Alex was 10 years old, and there was a father-daughter dance. Um, and Catherine wanted to know, you know, how I should dress to do the father-daughter dance at her school. She's 10 years old, and she's going to do the father-daughter dance. So Catherine gets on the computer and puts in father-daughter videos. Not a good idea. (laughs) I'm just (laughs) here to tell you. I guess it was just nasty pornography. It was on there from day one. Well, that was back
4: when the search engines didn't have any filters or anything. So, yeah, anything you put in there, you'd get back. Oh, my
0: God. Yep. A little embarrassing, but other than that, you know what I'm saying. So what else? Everything else good? are you talking? I'm talking to everybody.
3: Oh, okay. Tire, go ahead. No, I, I just I just put it in everything's good at our
0: end so all right sounds good pally Timmy how about you
3: yeah yes indeed indeed I like I say I it's it's so nice like last night like I was saying you know going to a movie <clears throat> 100% BS free and just leaving and feeling yeah. so good because that's kind of t- 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 correct me if I'm wrong isn't that's what movies are supposed to do just to entertain you that would be good. And, and not have you banging your head against the wall, you know, taking on all the world's problems and, you know, having somebody wag their finger at you yes, for two exactly. hours. No, no. They just got to be fun nope, you know, right. and goofy. And, and again, oh, I did mm-hmm. find out, by the way, Taraji P. Henson is 52. So, oh, again, it goes to show you that us boomers, you know, Taraji included. Uh, you know, we can all uh, just as capable of as entertaining as all those youngsters. That's
4: Fifty-one's of sure. No, 51 would be early Gen X because that was Gen 65 X. was the cutoff. So sorry, you can't claim her. Ah, oh, dang it. You just dang missed,
0: it. though. You just
3: missed. Just missed. That's but yeah, yeah, of, so uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It, again, it's just a perfect movie. And that was the thing, Tom. Uh, Patty, at one point, she tapped my shoulder. She says, Look over there, look to the right. Here was a dad and his little kid, oh, there and you he go. was on propped up on his seat. He had a smile that was so wide that you just the whole time. Oh, what was the little kid doing? Just, Thank you very he
0: much
3: was just you. he was just watching the movie. He was just like, oh my god! You could just tell he was having the time of his life watching this wonderful movie of these goofy little characters, you know. But that the whole thing is is that again listing all the cast members and stuff. It's not like uh, this is a disconnect here where, oh, this is just a kid movie. No, 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 no. I mean, kids and adults equally can love this thing. That's what's so cool about it.
0: There you have it. Works for me. All right, fellas, we'll try to behave the rest of the day if you possibly can.
3: All righty. Again, I'll I'll review the Minions in full on Thursday. Um, So everybody else, that would be Mr. Ralph and Mr. Andy. Have a great week.
0: Mr. And Tyre, too. So. Tyre, too. Mr. Tyre. Mr.
3: Tyre. There you go.
0: Thanks, right, fellas. Ya. Yay. Talk to you later. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyre Carver. We got Timmy Lammers. We got about two minutes left. What do you, Anything you want to get into? We got Lauren Conlon coming up in the second hour. That should be good. The latest entertainment news. Uh, Lauren Conlon uh, does a, a podcast, matter of fact, in New York. With w, uh, WABC Radio in New York, as well. She'll be fun to
1: talk to. she, she... Yeah, she's uh, right out of the city. So she have, maybe she might have uh, play news or live uh, performance news. That's yeah, what I'm thinking. Oh, we'll that's next. right. Here, we, we, we
0: got plays back again. Thank yeah, God.
1: That, yeah, that's all back, and yeah, everything's up and running again. Uh, you know, we're not, we're not dying from this. The world's not ending. It. Uh, you know, with some a, a pandemic.
0: So. Doc, I did see the first case of monkeypox in America now.
1: Oh uh, well, but. But but it also if you're immunized for smallpox, you and that's you and I. Really, in age. Yeah, if you know our Yeah, if you've had immunization that's for fun. smallpox, you don't get monkeypox. But. That immunization was stopped ooh, a long time ago. Well, it's oh, it's maybe thirty years. Ago.
4: Eradicated.
1: Yeah. So, the, the, so. I don't know a lot if lot I. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if I'm. I don't think so. Well, your age is not. How I about can the tell fact that.
0: That they wanted to change the name of the pox because no. the word monkey was in there. So sad. I mean, would you grow up for Christ's sake? Well, smallpox
4: vaccine was stopped in seventy-two. Really. Fifty years ago. So yeah. No, I do not have that. Yeah. Okay,
1: you do you not have, have that one. You but know. I've had chicken pox. Chickenpox, well, It's not monkeypox. Monkeypox, different pox, man. You're mixed, don't mix your pox metaphors.
4: Well, you uh, do the old school thing. Go get cowpox. Cowpox. <laughs> <It was, laughs> that was uh, the reason that the smallpox vaccine was invented, was because people noticed that milkmaids who had a tendency to catch cowpox, weren't getting as sick from smallpox, and they figured, okay, well, if you get cowpox, it must somehow make you more immune to smallpox, and that is how they invented vaccines. Uh, The root word, Latin, I think it's vaca, being cow. scene. Yep, exactly. I like it.
1: I like it, too. Technically, they shouldn't be called
4: vaccines. Only the first one should be called the vaccine. The rest should be
1: called something else. Injection. Yeah, yeah. They should be called avianes. Exactly. because it there. But I want to make sure I don't know if I got the right derivative. It's Greek or Latin. Yeah, they should be from birds. A lot of it's from birds and eggs a and stuff like yeah. that. Yes, stuff it is. like that. Monkey pox, man. Yeah. But I, mean, I guess when you had the immunization, that's kind of what you got. You got a single uh, cow pox.
4: Yeah, you got the one you, pox, your immune system can fight the other yeah. uh,
1: similar pox. Yeah, that's the scar on your shoulder. And it never made much sense to me. Why didn't they do, do the scar, shave your head and put it on your head so you never see it?
0: Yeah, so why did uh, they do that?
1: So you could see it to make sure you had been in. I who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Works for me. Weird, weird uh, lack of aesthetics years ago.
0: All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back second hour. Lauren Conlon will be with us. Uh, she'll she'll join us for the second part. So we're going to do a, a shorter first part and then a longer half hour segment with Lauren Conlon coming up next hour with the family on the Tom Bernard podcast.